right, so. Oh, wait, that's not how we start. Okay, you start. You st I started last time. No, I started last time. Okay. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 5 The Dementor. Welcome to another episode. And this is Borrowed <laughs> and Sunny Side Up, and here we are. <laughs> and that was a Princess Diaries to reference. I got it. Are you speaking? Are you speaking Genovian? I'm just going in between wherever I feel comfortable. <laughs> Mind the grass. Royal engagement. Are your eggs always sunny side up? Because <laughs> I've heard Scottish and yeah. I've lost my Scottish. I don't know what accent I was trying to do. It wasn't Brigadoon. really one. That's my Scottish accent. Brigadoon. Lassie. So this Did episode you know? is off to a... Tell me. Didn't you know? It's a line from Brigadoon, which I was in. <laughs> Jeannie McLaren. <laughs> Didn't you know, Tommy? <laughs> anyway, uh, any we are on our third episode tonight. We are doing a marathon recording session. So, um, and as you know, we do imbibe <laughs> with every recording. So we are not um, drunk because we've been taking some needed breaks in between. Water breaks. But we are trying to pump ourselves up to go through this uh, last recording. So, pumped. I'm pumped. Molly's pumped. And spelunked. No. <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> you were just like, no. You cannot be spelunked. So, <laughs> we're doing chapter five, The Dementor. Yep. And... We are listening in because we all know that Professor R.J. Lupin is in the compartment with the trio. Yeah. Why are you looking at me? Because you were looking at me like, what are you saying? No, I was looking at you like Professor R.J. Lupin. Like, I was getting emotional. Oh, well. We all know that I'm the sap here. Um, yeah, so that's how we all know to listen in on Chapter 5. The Dementor, <laughs> because Alice is a sad. <laughs> right. What did you call this chapter? I called this chapter, I have to sing it, so you oh, understand. Mine's kind of like a poem, so we kind of went together. No, I don't think mine's poetic, really. No. Let me, you'll see. Potty goes the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I would say mine's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, just for some background, it's because Malfoy in this chapter. Oh, I got it. I know, but for our listeners, Malfoy says dramatically, I will talk about it when we get to it, but he says, oh, look who it is, the pot and the weasel. And so I immediately thought of pot goes the weasel. That's hilarious. Thank you. <clears throat> You might need this for mine. Is it? Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, she just handed me a tissue. Oh, God. It's a Lupin or Sirius or someone. Um, <laughs> moonlight in the darkness. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Get out of here. <laughs> so we like went from different angles this time. Alex is dabbing right now. She's dabbing her eye. Not dabbing. No, not dabbing. <laughs> dabbing. Uh, Good clarification. <laughs> that is so beautiful, Molly. I know. Wowza. I just really wanted to do something with that because I'm going to talk about it later. That was really lovely. Alex just handed back her tissue. 
Okay, so I it's think... silly hour. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so in college, we had this time of the day of the evening, usually where the usually day around one in the morning, <laughs> right? When everything Which is funny. now for us as old people is ten o'clock at night. <laughs> Where everything is funny. Like, we used to roll around on the floor laughing. Like, we'd climb on furniture. And it wasn't, like, a performance. Like, Silly Hour just happened. Uh, and that, Mark, we got a notification on Facebook today that was, like, five years since we were celebrating a Silly Hour. And so now we feel old. And I think it was like I wish every hour was silly hour. Something I like do that. wish every hour is silly hour. Um. Okay. But like we're super serious because this is like a very serious. Are we chapter. super serious? All with an I. Yeah, I'm <laughs> super serious right now, which is a profile picture I've had in the past. Where Sirius Black, um, aka um, Gary Oldman, is wearing a Superman shirt, and it's super serious i'm super serious right now and it's so funny that's amazing i'm gonna do like facial makeup you haven't seen this i used to have it as my profile picture maybe i have seen it then but that's like gonna be my halloween costume i'm gonna put on like facial hair and like paint on the tattoos and then put on a superman shirt and be super serious for halloween um decided all right what's your first note my first note says Percy, exclamation point, and Penelope. <laughs> That's all it says. Wow, you're already there. <laughs> you're already at King's Cross? I at think. Platform 9 and 3 quarters? I think so. Okay, I really thought that you were going to be on here with this, um, yikes, love potion. I have that too. That's my next note. Oh, you're looking at the picture. Yes. Yeah, I'm talking about Percy being upset with Ron for getting tea on. Because they also see her at the platform. It's like, whoa. Oh, wait. Molly, you have to do the recap. Oh, right. Our our listeners have no idea what we're talking about right now. Yeah, so chapter five, the Dementor, or Moonlight and Darkness, or or Potty Goes to (laughs) (laughs) Whichever... Um, chapter title you go with. Um, basically this is what happens. They're all getting ready to go to Hogwarts. They're at the Leaky Cauldron. Everyone's freaking out. Um, they take ministry cars to platform nine and three quarters. Mr. Weasley makes sure that he goes with Harry. Everyone's getting on. Somehow they're still like the last ones into the compartment, even though they're there 20 minutes early, whatever. Arthur, um, takes Harry aside and is like, yeah, just like, by the way, about Sirius, but Harry's like, no, I got you, like, I already know what happened, and then Arthur's like, whatever happens, like, don't go looking for him, and then Molly's like, Harry, like, get on the train, so they don't get to finish that convo. Um, then they sit, Harry, Ron, and Hermione sit with Remus Lupin on the train, but he's, like, asleep, allegedly, the whole time, um, then a Dementor comes on and, like, almost attacks everybody, but, like, Remus saves the day, and Harry has chocolate the end. I loved your ending. <laughs> Remus saves the day and Harry has chocolate. Um, so there's like a couple more things that happen, but we'll get into it. Yeah, I mean, I have two and a half pages of notes, so I hope we get into something. Alright. Like a mess, am I right? Just kidding. You're so right. I am. That's true. Okay, so you have the note about Penelope. I just think it's funny. Like, he's keeping this framed photo of her. But, like, he doesn't have any, like, anti, like, water drop spells on it. But also, like, dude, just get a frame for it. Like, why? Well, I think it's just, like, a wallet photo. I know, but, like, he's just so serious about it. Getting this tea stain on it. But I like that Fred and George were, like, hey. Good on you, Good on you for uh, messing up rifling what is it the feathers ruffling Ruffling, yeah yeah. um so my next note was like yikes for the love potion because molly yeah weasley was telling hermione and jenny about a love potion she made and they were all giggling about it yeah i have yikes for that too i said i said mrs weasley telling um the children about love potions no exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point okay also i have this question here's my next note 
why does he keep scabbers sometimes like in his chest pocket? Like, I'm confused. He's always keeping him in pocket. Yeah, but in his chest pocket seems weird. Like, it, in this... It's like, like the pocket right here. I know, but that's, like, this pocket... Look at my chest pocket. A rat couldn't fit in here. Yes, it could. For sure. Especially a man's, um... Pocket. Like a... Yeah. A rat could fit like in Like in a flannel. Rats are big. Scabbers isn't that big. We see him in the movie. <gasps> All right. It just seems weird. Like, I feel like there'd be more space in the bottom pocket. Like, I would always be, um... But, like, I wouldn't be able to fit anything in my, like, side pocket as a lady with lady jeans. Yeah, but we're... I'm talking about man pants. I... in Because they're wearing, like, slacks for school. They're not wearing jeans. I don't know. I feel like the front pocket's fine. I just think it... His head's definitely poking out, but, like, that's fine. Yeah, I thought it was weird. I think it's weird to keep a rat in your pocket no matter which pocket. Agreed. But I think if I was gonna do a pocket... Oh, you know what it is? You know what it is? I don't. I think it's because I watched so much Kim Possible. Like, I... No, I do think it's that. Like, I'm like, why isn't he in his cargo pants pocket? Like... Ron Stoppable from Kim Possible. Oh my gosh. And his name's Ron. That's what I'm saying. I think it is. I'm making like a weird association. Oh, just, I'm at where Arthur thinks he's real clever. Let's do this in pairs since there's so many of us. Um, uh, I'll go with Harry. Very smooth. Yeah. The smooth Arthur. And by smooth, I mean not smooth at all. Um, I was like, now they're worried about everyone getting through the barrier? Now? They learn from their mistakes. Okay, now I'm at Percy showing off for Penelope with his badge. <laughs> Stop. I said, yay, Penelope. Well, I already had my yay, Penelope Yeah, moment. I was just excited to see her. We love Penelope so much. I mean, I love her for, like, Ravenclaw status. Um, but also, do you think she's head girl? I'm no, kind of feeling like I don't she's think not. She is, which I think is such a dick move on Percy's part to be showing off because she was a prefect, so she was clearly in line for it. I have that note later. Sucks. Um, I like the throwback to the corned beef thing. About Molly packing them sandwiches, and yeah. she's like, it's not corned beef, and we get that in the first one when they're on their train, and Ron's like, she always packs me corned beef, and ugh, oh, throwback. <laughs> yeah, is a throwback, malls. <laughs> okay, it was because I call you malls, so I shortened Molly Weasley to malls, uh, I wasn't calling me. you, I wasn't calling you. Because, like, I made the throwback. I know. I love Mr. Weasley that he was going to actually tell Harry anyway. Like, that he had made that decision. He didn't care what the ministry was going to say. And I just have a note that was, like, Arthur's uh, Gryffindor is really, like, come out in these last two chapters. Artie. Um, <laughs> Artie. Is, that, I also what, is that what you call him? Molly Wobbles Molly and Artie. Molly Wobbles and Artie. Um, I thought it was smart of Harry to be like, I already know, so you're not breaking any promises. So I was like, that was sweet, Harry, yeah. to like give him that out, kind of. Yeah. Okay, but also, a line from Harry in this conversation, I'm not trying to be a hero. First of all, Harry, what the fuck? Nobody said you were. No, like, I just, you know what? I don't even have to comment. Like, I'm just gonna leave that into the strata, like into space. I'm not trying to be a hero. Um. Also, Arthur's like, um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Well, Harry, you have have a history because, um, wait, what am I saying? 
Oh, Harry's like, why would I go looking for someone who wants to kill me? I'm like, Harry, you have a history. Like, Arthur has a reason to say don't, even without the knowledge of, yeah. like, Sirius and, like, Harry's family, Harry's the kind of person who's like, oh, this is a bad guy. I've got to get him. Yeah. And so, like, Arthur's, like, totally valid in being like, don't go looking for him, regardless. Agreed. Agreed. You look for trouble. That's all I'm going to say right now. Molly! There's a line later. (laughs) The mystery is so good with this chapter is my next note. Um, with the serious stuff? Yeah, I'm assuming, like, with the new information we get on serious and stuff like that. Promise me whatever you might hear. Don't go looking for black. Like, for me, that piques my interest. You know, not like, why, like, why does he keep yeah. harping on that? Go away, Jenny. Oh, that's nice. Rude, Ron, saying go away, Jenny, like that. Like when Harry, like we, I need, we need to talk alone in a compartment, and, he, and Ron's just like, go away, Jenny. Rude, very rude. Um. Also, the line like, how is it that she knows everything, which isn't in the book, but it's in the movies when Ron's yeah. like, who is that, and Hermione knows the answer. It's on the suitcase, Ronald. <laughs> R.J. Lupin. I just love this introduction to Lupin. I can't get enough. It's such a great introduction to Lupin, introduction to Lupin anyway, because just this whole chapter, like, ugh. Ugh. I love him so much. Isn't it so, like, awful that he's, like, in the same compartment as Peter right now and he has no idea? Yes, it is. It is awful. It's terrible, in fact. Oh, it's your favorite line. That's Wait, where I am in my note. Um, Lupin, he's like Ob's awake right now. Oh, right? yeah, I have that note later, but we can talk about it now. Okay. I think he's awake this whole time. And possibly on the train to protect Harry? That's what I think, too. I have this note. We, okay. Why are we so on it? No! Okay, <clears throat> next line. Um, I don't go looking for trouble, said Harry. Nettled? No, okay. Let me take that back. I don't don't go looking for trouble, said Harry. Nettled. Trouble usually finds me. Harry. (laughs) I'm just gonna let you take this, because you have such strong feelings. Does it, though? Like, Harry... You are lying to yourself and to everybody on that train right now. You go looking for trouble. Oh, it doesn't hurt to poke around. Oh, it can't hurt to do a little bit more magic. Oh, I don't think it should be a bad thing to go and visit Aragog. Alex, I can't. Just please take over. (laughs) When I got to this point in the reading... I had to pause because I knew how Molly feels about this quote. Look, people like really attach to this quote. Like they get it on t-shirts, people get tattoos of it. Like people love this quote and I'm just like, it's not true. Like, yes, things like, happen to people Harry. People can relate to it if they are, like, the series of unfortunate events children and terrible things do happen to them. Of I don't think that's true. It's not true of Harry. But I could be true of people. I also people. don't think it's true of most people. <laughs> I think that's an excuse that people give themselves. <laughs> anyway, my note says it's the quote of the century, Molly's favorite. I think we're done. <laughs> we can move on. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> Message me if you have thoughts. Don't, though. I feel like you're best served to stay out of this debate. No, I mean, I am being dramatic about it because I do talk about it a lot. Like, I talked about it. I didn't even know it was in this chapter when I made my note earlier. Um, I just think it's 
like so ridiculous because <laughs> yeah, I do think that things happen to Harry that are out of his control. Yeah, but I, think I also when he was one. He really gets an excuse. He didn't go looking <laughs> Very for Voldemort. Be valid, but I also think like he has such a strong curiosity and this need to like be in everything and to like save everybody that he does put himself into trouble a lot, like more than fifty percent of the time. I mean, like, I don't disagree with you. I just think it's funny how much you hate this quote. Well, I think I hate it because people, like, like, gravitated to it, like, this is, like, so true. And I'm like, it's not true about the character, though. Yeah. Anyway. What's your next note? My next note says... I love that the sneakoscope goes off around scabbers. Like, I just love that little tidbit. I know. And it happens before, too, that yeah. we talked about, I think. Yeah. Um, when, and through the second hand, through the letter. But they make it seem like, oh, it's, it's the sneakoscope, and why would you question that? Like, but it's also, like, they have other reasons. Like, Hermione brings up, were you doing anything like that yeah. at the time? And then they also have the, like... Oh, they put something the in the clam chowder or something yeah. like that. And so, like, they, she's so good at it. Like, she's so good that the sneakoscope could go off for a million reasons and you believe it. And even when you... Because I actually thought at this point in the story when I was first reading that it was Lupin. I was like, oh, this is kind of a question. Because, like, our past defense against the Dark Arts teachers have been bad. Yeah, dudes. that's a good red herring, too. I don't remember what I thought when I was first reading... Oh, I thought he was suspicious AF, because then when he was like, the chocolate's not poisonous, Harry, like, I I was like, you're like overly suspicious about certain characters. I think, just because of that role. No, I know. I think I'm like... After Quirrell, I was like, I'm not gonna be fooled again, JK Rowling, but then I was. (laughs) I'm, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I know, well, not throughout the whole book. But in the beginning, I was suspicious of Lupin until probably about the Bogart scene. I don't think I was suspicious of Lupin. I think I liked that Lupin, like, defended them, which isn't, like, a good... I feel like I, I think it's smarter to be suspicious of Lupin. I, mean, I just don't think that I was when I was a kid. Like, I don't remember that. I think I just knew that there was, like, a twist, and I was trying to figure it out. Oh, I knew there was a twist, too, but I didn't know what it would be. And I definitely came nowhere close to it, but I was like, mm, maybe Lupin, and then they kind of used Lupin as a red herring, because, like, the whole thing was Snape. And the werewolf. And the, po- and the potion, yeah. and, like, yeah, excuse me, like, yes, he's helping Harry out, but then when he shows up at the end, it's like, oh my god, Lupin, and then it's like, oh, wait, ah, okay, and then it's just, like, a whole thing, but, like... Sirius Black is the best, like, one of the best reveals. Like, oh, that's yeah. such a good... I mean, that's obvious. Like, not no, even know, a red but herring, not, but... Yeah. No, but I mean, like, not even red... I'm saying, like, just that a he's twist. good. Yeah. Like, it's such a good twist, because you really can't see it coming. Yeah. Like, but you can see the pieces. Or Scabbers. Scabbers is such a clever... Yes, agreed. Like, uh, uh, this book is how so did she, good. Uh, man. I and, like, so He's much. so... Again, I'm, I'm going to use the word pivotal, which it's not pivotal, but he's pivotal in that one scene on the car when they're like, sunshine, daisies, like, oh, Scabbers is right there, and yeah. I don't know what she thought then. Ugh. JK, can I just look into your mind, please? Can I have a little bit of your mind? Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, so I just like praised her. But now I'm going to be like, I wish he had planted Hogsmeade earlier, because I don't know if there's any mention of it before this book. I was trying to remember. Maybe Hagrid says something about Hogsmeade. He definitely says something about getting the dragon's egg at the pub. Yeah, but I don't I think assume it's... Yeah. I always assume it's Hogsmeade. Well, it is Hogshead. Mm-hmm. We find out later, but... Um, he does say it was the Hogshead in the first book, but okay. we don't hear that it's Hogsmeade. But I guess Hogshead, it would have to be a muggle, the wiz- the only other wizard. Well, Hogshead isn't Hogsmeade. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I assume that... Yeah. But it does seem like the older kids might have meant, like, Fred and George or someone. Oh, no, doesn't Ron say... No. It might be in the... Yeah. 
Um, which it's not a big deal, but I'm like, because there's so much hype around it. Yeah. And like Harry and Ron are like. And or, it's every other, it's like every other yeah. weekend or whatever. Hermione and Ron are like freaking out about it. And it's like, I'm not getting excited about it because I don't know. I don't, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. So it's like, what's the big deal? It's just the village. Um, I don't know. Get to go off campus. Remember yeah. when we would even go to like Taco Bell in college? Go to the Giant. Such a such a treat. What a thrill. <laughs> this Crookshanks v. Ron battle just makes me upset because it. I know what is to come, and I just I just can't deal with it. Um. Just this whole interaction between Ron and Hermione. Hermione's like, Ron, I don't think Harry should be sneaking out of school with Black on the loose. And then Ron's like, but if we're with him, Black wouldn't dare. And Hermione's like, oh, Ron, don't talk rubbish. Like, Black already murdered, like, so many people. I'm like, one, this is so classic Hermione, especially, like, book one Hermione. Like, oh, Harry, you can't possibly go out. And then Ron's like, Oh, well, no one will hurt him if we're with him. And I'm like, Ron. Like, Hermione's so right, though. And Ron's so naive. Ron, stop talking rubbish is, like, the childhood version of bitch, please. She's like, boy, I don't have time for this bullshit. She's like, or worse, expel. Yeah, like, please. Yeah, Hermione does revert back a lot to first Hermione. I think first book Hermione in this book in particular. Yeah. She is a second She is in high four. Second book Hermione don't give a fuck. She's yeah. like less builds and bothered you. Yeah. Second and fifth book Hermione is like <laughs> she is. And even fourth well, I don't know. Fourth is different. She's like in survival mode in fourth. Like for Harry. Yeah. Ugh, I love Hermione in the fourth book. Stop, we can't talk. Too okay. early, too early. But just like saying. No, but I do, I do. She's the best character. She's champ every single day. Exactly. Agreed. Agreed She's upon. the real champ. Overall, champ. overall champ of the book series, Hermione Granger. Um, I mean, I'm at Potty and Weasel. <laughs> I don't think I'm there yet. Um, okay, so this is where I say, do you think Lupin is really asleep? Yes, for sure. No, you don't think that. You don't think Lupin is really asleep. Oh, yeah, no, he's not asleep. <laughs> I thought you were saying- You gave me such a death like, eye. stop telling me <laughs> No, I don't think he's asleep. Right, no. Now I'm there. So, let's set this scene. My note says Draco is so dramatic, and in this chapter, he is so doing the most. Is that what you say? Doing the most? Yeah, or extra. Extra. There it is. He's so extra in this chapter. He flings open the door to the compartment, and he's like, look who it is. Potty and Louise. Like, good one? Like, Draco. You've come up with better ones where he's like, oh, I heard you guys got some money. Did your mother faint of sh- or die of shock? Like, what? That's, like, not even an insult. You, it's like... You're, you're reaching, Draco. This is not He has good. nothing. You have absolutely nothing embarrassing for you. And then <laughs> he sees that Lupin is there. Oh, or no. Lupin snorts which he totally does on purpose in defense of harry is my um in his sleep quote unquote and then malfoy and them are like oh we can't we have to go because there's a teacher there yeah i definitely think lupin snorts on purpose and is just like a little guardian angel for harry in this whole little compartment (laughs) i know which touches my heart like every day of his life immensely i know i know That's what I love about Harry, I mean, Lupin, sorry, about Lupin in this chapter specifically, and later he kind of shows up when Harry needs him with Malfoy again in this chapter, and 
it's great to see like the difference between Lupin and Sirius because if Sirius wasn't on the run and he was the one who was like in this compartment, he could not hold back. He would be like, I was your parents' best friend. Like here, you know, here's yeah. everything, you know, and Lupin like just quietly. Or like when Draco and all them came, he oh. would be sprung into action Oh yeah, <laughs> It would have been bad. He would have lost his job on the train right there. Like Lupin is so good at that like hands off like teaching approach like I'm gonna let them grow kind of yeah and then just like a silent observer like he doesn't tell Harry until a long time and I which is I kind of find a fault in that to a certain extent because I would think that Lupin would want to build a relationship with Harry I think it might be hard for him I don't know because he's like James yeah I think I I read that as it's like it it's, like, a rough... And I think he doesn't want Harry to get close to him. Right. I think that, too. God, Lupin, stop. <laughs> like, I, I know hurting Harry by, like, not letting him get close to you. I know, but it's sad. Oh, God, I'm gonna... Uh, why do we always do this? Oh, I'm so attached to book three characters. But Lupin, I just love it so much. I love, I love the way he handles it because it's so him. Also, like, they are talking so much. He would definitely be awake. Like, anybody would be. Right, and they, it's really ridiculous after all of the sneaking that they do that they would even consider speaking about the things they're speaking about in front of him. It's a full day on the train. Like, nobody's asleep for that long. They're lucky Lupin is Lupin. Like, they are lucky. They're stupid. Like, Hermione. Come on, you're better than that. It's like, Ron and Harry, we understand, but Lupin, I mean, but Hermione, come on. Okay, also, while we're on Lupin, the farce when the lights get turned off is so funny. When they're like, oh, ow, who's that? Ginny? Neville? What? Don't sit on me. Ow, Ron, that was my foot. It's such physical comedy that you can't yes. see. It's so farce. I was like, am I reading a play? JK That's what it sounds like. Yeah, and then Lupin has had enough. He's like, everyone shut up. And his voice is all hoarse from not talking. I know. I'm listening to them also, jibber jabber all day. Also, very Lupin. I feel like this is how Lupin was with James and Sirius at all times. He was just like, could you please just shut up? I can't with you now. Yes. Um, also, as soon as the lights went out and, like, it's, like, clearly not supposed to be happening, this is my train of thought. I would be terrified. That's it. Voldemort's back. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> like, full train of thought. Train of thought. <laughs> hey, because we're um, on the train. I get it. But, yeah, I'm, like, no. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this shit up, bro. <laughs> That's a vine. Sorry. <laughs> not up on my vine. Since it's well, like vine is dead. Not, a, vine not is existing. Dead. Vine is dead. Deep cut. I mean, it's a song, but it's a song featured in a vine. I was referencing the vine. <laughs> um. Oh, Neville. Why would you leave your compartment, though? Hey. 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 If. Some shit was going down. I would want to be near Harry Potter. But he didn't even know who was there. Look, I don't know. All I'm saying I would want to be near Lupin. Huh? Well, obviously, but you don't know who Lupin is. Yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> he doesn't know that Harry's in that compartment. It could have been Draco's compartment for all he knows. Aww. Draco X. That would be horrible. Neville for OTP. <laughs> Become friends in the compartment. Also, just like headcanon, Draco definitely is terrified of all of this darkness, so he's such a little shit when when he hears about Harry fainting. I have notes. I have notes about that. I just, I, too much. But, okay, on a more serious note, this Dementor scene is so sad. Yeah, I have some serious notes about it, too. You go. Well, first I was like, it's horrifying. Just the whole, she, like, sets the scene... But I was also, it's, like, a really beautiful description. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, like, she's talked about how, like, the Dementors are, like, her way of dealing with, like, depression and death and things like that. 
um, and how they kind of represent that. And I think it's kind of beautiful how she, like, describes it. And then um, she's, like, saying that it's, like, being, like, far away, like, in a thick fog. And then um, Harry's eyes open and the lanterns above him are on and the Hogwarts Express is moving again. And it's, like, coming out of that. It's, like, yeah. lights are on and you're moving again. And it's, yeah. like, that moving from, like, that darkness where you can't get out of it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's, like, you're pulled out of it. And it's, like, everything's on again and everything's moving. But I'm, like, not sure what's up. And it, I and I think it's, like, really subtle. And, like, you, I only knew that that's what that meant after the fact when she was, like, yeah, Dementors mm-hmm. are supposed to be, like, depression and I, I don't know, I just think it's a really beautiful way to, like, kind of put it into, like, really simple terms in, like, this story. No, I, I 100% agree. I think that, I think it's beautiful the way that she describes it. And, and Harry, of course, goes back to, like, losing his parents. And J.K. Rowling has talked about how she's sort of, like, poured her loss for her mom mm-hmm. into Harry. Um, just really really sad um and then you've got neville and jenny's reaction to the dementor which is awful like jenny's shaking neville's pale and looks really upset and it's like ron and her mom it's so it's such a good distinction like one foreshadowing for neville but like you kind of already know and a throwback to jenny and like a throwback to jenny what she's been through it's like those are the people the three people in that compartment that have felt like the most pain. And, and we don't get that... Sorry. You know, that's all... That's all I was gonna say. It just... And it's... It's so sad. Just... And I think Jenny... We, and we've talked about this before. People forget what she went through. Yeah. But it's clear that J.K. Rowling doesn't forget what she went through, which is nice. You know? And I... I will... What I was gonna say is, like, Lupin doesn't give us that explanation until later, but he's like, there are horrors in your past mm-hmm. that, like, make you react to this differently because Harry's like why is it me like why am I fainting and Lupin puts it so well he's like you have had these horrors in your past and like that's like Neville and Jenny too like they've had these horrors that like Ron and Hermione don't can't even fathom so like they're like pretty much okay like yeah Yeah. they feel dark and sad but um it's like that difference between like feeling depressed and being depressed it's like yeah I felt really depressed in that moment Whereas it's, like, I'm in a depression and I can't get out of it without help kind of thing. So I think that's really interesting in, like, how these two different types of um, people, basically, and what they've been through is... Yeah, it's just, like, really cool how she, like, puts into these, like, terms and... Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wish it was more explicit so that way when people are reading it, they, like get it more and they're like but I think people do pick up on it like I was watching um it was this documentary with Tom Felton actually where he was talking about like going and meeting fans and like so he's trying to meet extreme fans and he was a little bit like sarcastic about it which made me like kind of mad at Tom Felton for a second but um the whole he had to be sarcastic in the beginning because the whole point of it is that he like kind of sees like the point of view of like the Harry Potter super fan at the end and he's talking to this he goes to a comic-con with these, um, with these two girls, and the one girl is like, yeah, like, the reason why I got so attached to Harry Potter is because, um, I struggled with severe depression, like, I was suicidal, and then I read, like, the third book, and I never understood, like, so nobody had ever, like, talked about my depression in a way that I understood it before, and Tom Felton was like, I had never, like, it was sort of like a Rod and Hermione yeah, kind of moment like, where he was like, I, I didn't, I, I couldn't fathom why you were connecting I to this. I to that. In that yeah, way, in the yeah. same way. And he was like, I, I don't know. It was just a really good moment in that otherwise really silly documentary. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Agreed. My next note is just like, I heart Lupin, and it is a heart. (laughs) Because he's like, I haven't poisoned the chocolate, you know? Which, as I said earlier, I was like, 
I was kind of suspicious of him, but, like, now, obviously, reading them, like, uh, love him. He's like, come on, Harry, just, like, eat the fucking chocolate. <laughs> You'll feel better. Uh, my next note says, Harry didn't ask how he knew his name. I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> That's what my note Well, was. I took that as, like, Harry knows that he's famous. Huh? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, but that Lupin was just No, like, that Lupin knows his name without him having to say it. Like, I know that's what yeah. Harry assumes, but it's clearly, like... Well, I took it as, like, it's just, like, oh, like, like he obviously knows it's Harry. Like, yeah. it comes, yeah. I don't know, so naturally. I know. Um, I almost... My quiz question was almost, how many times did Lupin ask him to eat the chocolate before he did? I don't know. I, I didn't do it. It was like a lot. You know I didn't poison that. It's so cute. I think it's cute. You know I didn't poison the chocolate. Hey, eat the chocolate. It'll yeah. make you feel loads He's better. He's like, no, really eat it. <laughs> I think it is three, actually. But, yeah. um, but, uh, and when I say, like, I think the name thing is so important, it's like other people, when they realize it's Harry, they're like, oh, you're Harry Potter. They make a big And they have a it. pause and they make, but he says it the same way, like, Sirius says James, like, in the yeah. final battle, like, in, in, in Sirius' final know, battle, like, in the fifth one. You know what I mean? No, saying? I know what you meant. Okay, I know. It's awful. Um, or, like, how Dumbledore even says, like, Harry. Yeah, like, Harry. It's just, like, like it's I like you, know you. You know. Uh. <laughs> or even, like, McGonagall, to an extent, like, she doesn't make a big deal about him being yeah. famous. Like, that's, I feel like, how Harry kind of judges people, how they react to him. Although, like... Ron and Hermione, like, do have a reaction to him being famous, but they get over it really quickly. I also think Harry's just so excited. Like, it's different when kids do it, because he's a... But he gets annoyed. If if you get over it, like you said, if you get it over it quickly, but, like, like Ron... Colin Creevy. Colin is extra. <laughs> Colin is a special circumstance. Um... Okay, I have a crazy note about Malfoy, so if you have anything before that. <laughs> My next note is just invisible horse exclamation mark. <laughs> so I don't know if it's before or after that. It's after that. Yeah, so that was just my, like, festival thing, but, like, don't feel like talking about it now. But yeah. I was just like, yay, like, mention that. She finally got to festival. <laughs> That's all. Um, okay. My next note. Excuse me. I need a pause. Malfoy, please get your crush under control. This this whole description of this scene pushes Hermione out of the way to stand in front of Harry in the stairs so that he couldn't get up the stairs, presumably ran to this location, to, like, shout at Harry, is it true? Is it true that you fainted? Looking like it was his birthday that had come early. Like, excuse me, Malfoy. I can't deal with you. I cannot stand this i'm a little annoyed at neville like neville, me too i have this note why did why, you say anything? why would you tell people neville my next note why would you tell neville i don't know what was going on in his head but even if he was like not telling malfoy but like malfoy overheard it like neville it's a, it's a, don't just like you were shaking in your boots like i don't to be fair i think neville was probably like just yeah it out. was awful like even harry fainted you yeah, know like I'm a, sure. like this is so bad type type of thing i know he didn't do it on maliciously. i know but i'm just like neville like my harry man need this right now it's a real bad it's a bad look on neville's part i'm like t same i was a little mad at him like he's not my champ He's not my champ either. I was mad, I was mad at him. I but like I he also like suffered a trauma. So. <laughs> so. I mean honestly, he wasn't going to be my champ anyway. Right? <laughs> I just meant like he's definitely not. I mean, there's a clear champ in this chapter. Um <laughs> speaking of, my next note is Lupin is my everything. Oh, I'm on McGonagall, so wait, is that book before or after Lupin steps in. Oh, that's no, after. You're, you're on track. I'm just, I haven't met McGonagall. Um, looking out for Harry, this is what we sort of alluded to this earlier. Like, Lupin walks in and is like, hey, is there a problem here? Yeah. And Malfoy's like, no, no, no problem. Gotta go, mate. But yeah. like, not really, but he's, he's like. sarcastic. He's kind of sarcastic. He's like, I don't care about you, Lupin. You have bad clothes. He's like, I don't respect you. He only respects me. 
Like, I think he respects McGonagall. McGonagall. Like, he's not going to, like, bypass McGonagall, but he's going to talk about her, like, Right, badly. but I don't... I have, have we ever heard him talk bad about McGonagall? I'm sure he does. I'm sure, I'm sure he does, but I do not think he would dare talk about her the way he talks about Dumbledore and, um... Um... And the other teachers... Like, I think, because McGonagall's, like, a really respected witch. Like, I feel like that's something that he would admire, but also, like, stern. I think in the movies he might do it, but I don't think in the books. For some reason, I feel like... I don't remember a scene. Something with the, um, in the first one, going into the forest, and, like, I don't know, because she's the one that gets him in trouble. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. For some reason, there's but, something in no, there. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. My... Um, yeah, something like, uh, my father will hear about this type thing. Like, we'll yeah. get her fired. But I don't think that he would do that in the books. Yeah, I'm trying to think if that was also in the books, and I don't think so. Because I don't think he was there. Like, I don't think we see that yeah. part. Yeah, because he didn't talk to Harry. Like, yeah. Um, But whatever. I mean, I said Ra- Ron's obs feeling left out because McGonagall's asking just to see Ron or Harry and Hermione. I know, and Ron's like, "I'm gonna keep going." Where where did Lupin get the owl from? To be like, they were like, uh, Remus sent or Professor Lupin sent an owl ahead to tell us what happened. Someone he stole one off a child. Yeah, he took Edwig. No one knew. Maybe Hogwarts Express has an owl. I don't know. An emergency owl. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe he really sent, like, a Patronus or something. I said I he know. sent an owl. Okay. I don't know. Um. Uh. <laughs> my next note says, and the effect they have on people that are already delicate. <laughs> I know. Madame Pomfrey. Madame Pomfrey. Poppy. No tact. No tact. I think they're right about it, tact. No, awful. Like, it's true. Harry's a little delicate. <laughs> and she just kind of looks at him and is like, right, of course not. You're not delicate. I know. I love it. I love her. Harry is so bad. It's so funny. He's like, I'm not delicate, which I don't know. If I were in the room, I'd be like, that only makes you seem more delicate, Harry, Yeah. That you're bristled which about Which is this. why Poppy was like. Okay, okay dear. <laughs> All right, honey. Of course you're not. All right. Yeah, I love Poppy. Um, I don't have that many notes. Um, I just have a note that says, when Dumbledore is like, please don't cross the Dementors. Oh, you're way ahead of me. Okay. But continue. No, I'll wait. It's fine. I don't... My next note says Lupin is such a good DA, DA teacher. Oh, for doing the chocolate? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love that Poppy's like... I like I him. I like it, yeah. Which I wonder if she was there when he was a student. I'm sure. No, because no. she would know him because... Oh, yeah. Of that's the afflict ailment. His, uh... <laughs> Affliction. His furry little problem. <laughs> That's what they call it in fanfiction. Yeah. I can't take claim for that. No, they call that they in call the it book. in the book too. But yeah, but I know it so well because they like use yeah. it a lot. Um, Harry's feeling of safety at the sight of Dumbledore is dot 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 upsetting, <laughs> <laughs> but like nice. Yeah, for Harry. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it's like. It's, it just makes me, like, upset because I know it's not really earned with Dumbledore. Like, in book five, it really hurts Harry. And then in even book four, he should not have been in the tournament. Like, that was such a risk to his life. Like, McGonagall is right. He should not have competed like, in that tournament. somebody literally died. So, one, somebody literally died. Two, it is highly suspicious that his name is in that goblet, and you know why. Yeah, but... But, like, I don't know what the rules are, because if it's, like, an unbreakable vow, like, if you die, if you don't compete, like, that's 
I don't think it is like that because then I don't think McGonagall would say then don't repeat. I think it's just like a magical contract like the... But then what happens the if schools? you break a magical contract? Like I feel like it's really bad. I, I don't know. Magical contracts seem scary to me. They do seem scary to me too, but I also think McGonagall is smart enough to know what happens and she is like, this is fucked up, we're not doing it. I mean, Dumbledore is definitely like, I want to see how this plays out. Right, that is definitely what he's doing. And, Sna- and they're in cahoots with Snape, which is never a good, a never a good thing. Like, when No, they- I don't, Snape doesn't want him to compete. Oh, right. Wait, what? Snape doesn't want him to compete, I don't think. I think Snape is for the let's play out thing. No, I don't think so. Moody and Dumbledore are on the same side. And then Snape and McGonagall, I think, are on the same side. You're right. I can't. I'm pretty sure because Snape doesn't want Harry to, like, have his attention. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I I, I don't, I just remember really hating the, I don't know, I can't remember the scene specifically. Also, I am conflating it with the movie, so I don't know what is real. Well, we know that the movie is not real. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember now, but I'm pretty, I'm confident that Snape. I believe you. I trust you. Yeah. Um, Please prove us wrong. I think Molly's right, though. But either way. Tweet at us. You know, really don't tweet at us, like, Facebook us. <laughs> We're old school. We do Facebook. <laughs> Either way, I get mad at Dumbledore. I get mad about that. Um, okay. You're mad at him now, though? I'm not that mad at him now. I just, Harry gets so happy. Like, he's like, oh, I was a little bit scared before, but now I feel safe. I mean, he should feel safe with Dumbledore, though. He should feel safe with Dumbledore, but it's like, it's more than just a, like, he can protect me. It's like a... He is the one person. I trust. Yeah, I trust. And he's the one person, you know, who betrays that trust, really. <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> but I did say please listen to him because Harry was, like, all about going in his invisibility cloak and Dumbledore's like, do not <laughs> trifle with these Dementors. I know. Like... I don't care what you think you can do. Like, they will not, like, they don't care if you're Harry Potter. Right. <laughs> and even invisibility quotes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate, oh, I also, oh, I know why I'm so mad at Dumbledore okay. in this chapter. It's not his fault, actually. I'm just mad at the situation in general. I'm really more mad at Fudge in the ministry. Oh, Fudge. Dementors are so dangerous. They are so dangerous. It's not just targeting Harry. Like, all of the students are in harm's way with these Dementors. If I were a parent of a student at Hogwarts, I would, there there would be no shutting me up. I would be sending owls every day. I would be at the place if needed. But be. you're right. Like, the wizarding community doesn't see Dementors like that. That's true. But you it, were right. I, I'm like, I was like, I was in a, an uproar when I was listening to him give this start of term address. Because I was just like, that is so. Like, they're there for their protection, if, but if Alex. I, just like the police. But, I just need a clap for that. Just need to give a good clap. Mm, praise. Do a little. They're for everyone's protection. Oof. Oof. Just keep it coming. Everyone. Molly, I don't like your tone. Blue lives matter. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yikes. We can cut that if need be. Actually, we don't have to. Uh, if I any police care. are listening to this podcast. If any police are listening to this podcast, um, I would be a little surprised. I mean, and you can. That's I'm sure that you wouldn't be offended because you recognize the issues in the system. Like, I'm watching The Wire right now, <laughs> um, which was 20 years ago. Um, yeah, probably gonna come. My but if funny. I no, no, but I'm saying oh, like, yeah. um, if I was Neville, and I wrote back to my gran 
about what happened on Which the, Neville never would. Neville never would. But I, if I... Like Hannah Abbott. Hannah Abbott. She does <laughs> seem like a responsible, but she doesn't... She'd be like, oh my gosh, guess what happened? Like, I was upset, but like, not that upset. You know, that kind of You thing. know who they need? They need a... They, Seamus needs to write a letter back, because his mom is oh, really yeah. high-strung. She's like PTA mom. <laughs> yeah, PTA mom, that up, like... Even Hermione's mom, I think, would be upset. Like, no. Because, well, her, she says her mom, they, her parents don't want her to come back or whatever. Hermione? Yeah. But that could only be in the movie. She definitely has a line in the movie where she's like, even my parents or muggles know something's up. They didn't want me to come back this year. I don't think that's Hermione. It is. It's a Hermione line in the movie. I don't know if it's in the book. Which book? The sixth one? Seventh one? No. Uh. Mm. I know there's a line that's like, my parents are muggles and they know That's not, that's, that's, I mean, I know Hermione has the line in the movie. I don't know who has it in the book. But which, do you know? I'm trying to think, it's either fifth or sixth. It's definitely not seven. I'm trying to think. I think it's in the... I know there's a line where it's like, even my parents I think it's sixth. I think it's sixth. I I know... I think I know which line you're talking about. Like, even my parents know something's up. But, like, not that they didn't want her to come back to Hogwarts. But, like, they're like, even my parents know something's, like, wrong. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm curious, because now I'm, like, thinking about that. But, but whatever. I don't she- know. Let's go with Seamus. Seamus. We need some PTA. We need some PTA parent here to really, like, set this straight. Because that there's no way. And I'm not even, like, that, you know, pressed of a person. But this is unsafe. I mean, yeah, like, they're, like, saying, like, you have to stay away from them because they don't know you from adults. They don't know that you're innocent or, like, whatever. Mm -mm. And then we, skipping forward, the whole incident with Quidditch is just... Well, it sounds like Dumbledore did try and fight hard not to have No, that. I know. That's why I said I it misdirected. Yeah. Like, not really Dumbledore, more the ministry. Like, I would be, like, at the ministry every day. Yeah. Like, that's not appropriate. Um, my next note is, Snape has no chill. <laughs> to the fact that mm-hmm. Snape is, um, staring Giving along Lupin the... Giving st- Lupin the stink eye. <laughs> staring along the staff table at Professor Lupin. Um, blah, blah, blah. He hates the defense against the dark arts, blah, blah, blah. Um, it was beyond anger. It was loathing. It was loathing. Harry knew the expression only too well. <laughs> so extra and definitely has no chill. No chill. But Snape, like, Snape, give credit to where credit is due. Snape makes non-poisonous potions all year, which continues to uh, on Dumbledore's order. I know, but honestly, like for the amount of respect I have for Snape, I expect him to poison the potion at least once, throw a laxative in there a time or two. Like I am not seeing this going well. I wonder if he ever I wonder if he believes or not that Lupin had anything to do with the trick. Oh, I think he definitely believes it, but Snape is too stubborn to, like, I think he knows Lupin doesn't really have anything to do with it. The same way Malfoy knows Harry doesn't really like the fame that he gets. It's just like a, something that, like, is stuck in his head. Like, even if he, he won't even admit it to himself that he knows that that's true. Um, Snape sucks. Okay, here's another one of my, like, when I first read this, I always assumed something was. Okay. 
Um, so, I'm sorry to tell you that Professor Kettleborn, our Caramel's future teacher, retired at the end of the last year to, in order to enjoy more time with his remaining limbs. <laughs> when I first read it, I took that to mean that Professor Kettle, uh, whatever, is a tree. <laughs> and, like, he was, like, a really old tree that was also, like, could talk, obviously, because he was a teacher. And, like, he was getting really old, so he wanted to, like, spend the rest of the time with his, like, limbs. Even though I know now, like, limbs can mean, like, kin. But <laughs> I like the idea that it is a tree, and it lives in the Forbidden Forest, and, like, all the students have to, like, go to the tree, and, like, he, like, teaches them about the magical creatures. Look, this is what I think when I read things for the first time. She keeps talking because I am making these faces that are awe. They're just pure awe. Yeah, I mean, like, it's my pure form as a child. I love it. I love it. Young Molly had such an imagination. Thank you. Um, so happy for Hagrid. Um... And then I just said, this is a bit of a stretch, but, like, framed crimes is a bit of a foreshadow, too, because they bring back, like, Hagrid's history, which is sort of, like, saying, like, sometimes, they don't always get it right, like, a sort of, I don't know. Yeah, like, people go to ask him for... Yeah, for things that they don't. Um, are you done with your notes for this chapter? Um, almost. Yeah, I had just a line that was sweet, um, because I think that... That's a really good decision on Dumbledore's part. Like, Hagrid knows so much about magical creatures. Like, we do find out that he's, like, not a great teacher. Like, mm. classroom management. But, like, also in terms syllabus. of knowledge... In terms of knowledge, like, Hagrid is so knowledgeable. Like, oh, yeah. He's the most qualified. I don't know if he's the most apt. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Because I think he could... If he had more confidence. Yeah. Although J.K. Rowling has said in, after, like, post-Hogwarts information, that by the time that, like, the next-gen, like, in Cursed Child setting, Hagrid's still working as the teacher there. Oh, good. Maybe so he's, maybe like, he grows. Yeah. yeah. Um, my last note is just, um, the password. Um, Fortuna Major. I only hear Percy say Me too. <laughs> Out of the way, I'm head boy. Fortuna Major. <laughs> also, I like the change of Fat Lady. Like, she has such a strong character trait, which is in the books, that she's, like, has this, like, strong character who, like, gives them a hard time when they're, like, out yeah. of bed and stuff like that. And, like, the first Fat Lady is very, like, um, conservative and traditional and, like, not much of a personality. So I like the new one. Oh, yeah. Because it changes in the third Oh, in the movies, yes. Yeah, in the movies. Yes, okay. I was like, what are you talking about? Yes. All right, that was my last. (laughs) Um, Mine says, um, um, damn, her chapter endings always killing it. Felt like he was home at last is the last line of this chapter. I know. Well, he's always going to bed at the end of chapter. (laughs) Which is a good way to end the chapter. Yeah, but it's like a full, she uses a, a long, hearty day. I gave this chapter 60 points. I think it's a good chapter because we get Lupin, and that's my favorite part is Lupin stuff. Um, it's not as, like, fun as some of the, like, the last couple chapters we had. Um, you know, Diagon Alley and the... Um, or like the Leaky Hallowed chapter and like Night Bus, which are like fun chapters. This one was a lot more serious, but I love Lupin, so solid 60 points. I gave it 60 points too. <gasps> to Remus Lupin. Yeah, exactly. Like this chapter, all 60 points go to Lupin. <clears throat> Professor um, R.J. Lupin. Yes. Um, who was your champ? Professor RJ Lupin. <laughs> yeah, mine too. And who was your rat? Dementor. Mine too. 
Uh, wow, that's really exciting. So basic. <laughs> so basic. My champ, my, uh, my, uh, what do you call it, rap yeah. almost went to Malfoy, but yeah, it had to be. Yeah, I thought about giving it to Malfoy. But Malfoy also, like, humored me this chapter. Like, his burns weren't good enough to earn him rat. Like, he wasn't like, he even that mean. Because they were so dumb. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, hoggy, hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Alright, so let me quiz you first. Oh, wow. What was the inn headquarters for in Hogsmeade? So according to Sites of Historical Sorcery, it says the inn was the headquarters for the... Oh, that's the same question as mine. Goblin Rebellion. Yeah. 1612 Goblin Rebellion. Yeah. Dang. There weren't... I had a hard time Why? I had two questions, but you already answered the other one, too. Okay, well, okay, you answered some of it, so I'm going to give you my whole question. Why is Hermione interested in Hogsmeade? Um, there are three answers I'm looking for. So, the historical thing, the Shrieking Shack, mm-hmm. um, and the largest, because it's, like, the largest collection of, like, wizards. Mm-hmm. And all wizard and settlement. wizard dwelling. Yeah. Dang, I pulled that out of my butt. That last part. (laughs) And then my other question was, um, was what is the Gryffindor password? Oh. But I knew you would know that one. Yeah. Alright, let me see if I can find another question for you. This is, like, hard, so, like, it's kind of just, like, a throwaway question, but, um, I'll read, like, the sentence. Mr. Weasley strolled towards the barrier between platforms 9 and 10, pushing Harry's trolley, and apparently... Very interested in the blank that had just arrived at platform nine. Oh, I, ooh, I, I know what you're talking about because I thought it was like it I stood didn't understand out it. Me either. <laughs> it stood out to me. I was like, and then I realized it's a type of train, but I don't know if you remember the name of it. I'm trying to think of it. Because I was like, I don't, I don't I remember like, it because I thought it was so weird. I was like, what I does that mean? I thought it was mean? like a highway and I was like, that makes no sense. What is it called? Intercity 125. Yeah, I was like, what? And I like reread it so many times. I was like, oh, I think it's like a train, but I thought it was a highway. Like that's honestly what I thought it was. I kept getting stuck on the word inner city. Yeah, yeah, like interstate. Yeah, like, like I, I was like, know. what? I just moved right on past. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I lingered. Um, so next chapter is chapter six, Talons and Tea Leaves, which I forgot that was so soon that we go into whose classroom. That, tell us whose classroom it is to tune in to next week's episode. Whoop, whoop. We love this bit. All right. Listen to us next time. Maybe. You don't have to. Bye. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.